Jim Crow and segregation without mentioning the word racism. And, and my concern as a reporter, but also uh, a parent in this state is uh, what are going to be the penalties? What are the repercussions going to be for teachers in this state and in other states where this is happening? Because uh, we had a hotline at one point set up here that was specifically put in place. This was right after the campaign to rat on teachers that parents felt were violating critical race theory, non-teaching rules. Heidi, just, just finish the sentence for me. The goal of not teaching students all the continents is what? Look, I'm just reading this myself. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't want to make a sweeping statement that they wouldn't learn about the other continents, but they would just have like a Eurocentric. That was what I took away from reading the article. Welcome to the Kavanaugh Podcast, everybody. This is episode six. This is a mini episode. I'm trying to come through, just make sure I'm giving you all a lot of just, you know, content every Friday. I just appreciate you all just supporting me. Shout out to the Patreon. Thank you, everybody, just in the Patreon for just really being there for Brother Man. Please stick with me. I got a lot of amazing content. If you have not subscribed to the Patreon, please go to Patreon, cast slash Calvin Podcast. I have a lot of amazing material. I just interviewed Dr. Ron Eglash. We're talking about cybernetics and just, you know, how can we just make a better system? But today, today, everybody, we got the mini episode for the Calvin Allen Podcast. Thank you all so much for supporting the brother, man. Today, we're going to talk about these books that's being banned. All right. Now, this is this is a really obviously it's a really important topic because it affects me as an educator, right? You know, the books that they're banning, you know, they, they call them woke books, right? They call them critical race theory books. But honestly, they're just books that tell the truth. They tell you the truth that they want to tell you in school, right? The his story, not the story. And one thing that I just really love about this topic is that, you know, it just really shows how like we're going backwards in education. Right. You heard the video where they had the hotline and literally they have these like tattletellers that tell on teachers if they're teaching, quote unquote, woke material. Right. But let's define what they mean by that. Let's define what they mean by critical race theory. A quick article from The Guardian says the U.S. education authorities must resist the anti-woke censorship. Right. Because right now, as teachers, not only we're dealing with mass shootings, not only we're dealing with huge learning loss where COVID literally brought our kids back three grade levels. We're also dealing with censorship where we cannot teach the truth. We cannot preach the truth. And you could imagine as a teacher, you want to become one as a kid. And you're like, yo, man, you know, I got this really bad teacher right now. But if I was in her, his or her shoes or they shoes, I probably could do it better. And guess what? You worked so hard to get to that point, And you actually got to that point where you got in front of those kids. You teaching that truth. And all of a sudden, a mediocre white man loses an election. Now we got this thing called the big lie. And this lie was not only a lie to me and you in America, it was a lie to everybody that said that they really care about the American dream. See, we have to understand that when we're banning books, when we're censoring teachers, when we're saying that this majority feelings only matters and if it's divisive and it hurts their feelings, therefore we must immediately get rid of whatever is divisive or hurting their feelings. But we're not understanding that the diversity, the issues, the trauma that many other race groups, ethnic groups deal with, that also matters too. And they have a point. They feel like their voices, their culture, their history is being literally pushed to the side. 
because it is. And it's not that it's being destroyed as radical and as the hyperbole in that, right? It's just that you're not the focus anymore, right? Because when George Floyd happened, you understand what I mean? That that was sitting out during COVID when George Floyd happened, we had to open our hearts. We had to answer that feeling that we had when we saw that police officer on his neck. We had to face that feeling. And black and white didn't matter. You understand me? And what did we get from that? Protests. Kids protesting. Adults protesting. Those protests looked like a rainbow. It was everybody in Owazu protesting for George Floyd. Protesting against police brutality. Breonna Taylor happened. All of these amazing movements are coming about. People are waking up. They're sort of called becoming more woke. And really they're not just becoming woke. They're just understanding the, the, the matrix that they were in. CC slowed us down to the point where we got on everybody's level. We had to face everybody's issues. And unfortunately it was George Floyd. Right? Fast forward, we got that election. Right? We did peace this dude like two times. We tried to get him out of office as soon as he got in that joint. I remember when he got elected, it was like the worst thing ever, right? But the beauty about this democracy, not even a white supremacist can destroy it, right? You understand me? Right? And he lost. He lost. Badly, right? But the mediocrity in him had to continue his mediocrity. The, the ego in him had to continue his, his, just his toxicity in his country for what he already did thus far. This man is the reason why almost 500,000 people died due to COVID because his negligence. And not only was he negligent in COVID, he was negligent during an election that black people faced, that black people saw, that people in Detroit got us the election. See, you have to understand something that me being in Detroit, right, and me seeing, you know, what it is, right? You can't fool me. You can't fool us. See, see, during that election, right, it was, it was literally... It was an election during the day that it happened, but then they had to keep counting. So literally, it was within a, almost a week went too. So people kept counting votes, kept counting votes, right? And when the blue line got a little bit higher than the red line, some people got uncomfortable because they saw the reality happening. And you know what they did? You know what they did, right? You know what they did? They brought themselves to Detroit. But not only did they bring themselves to Detroit, they went down to the voting station. And they tr literally tried to stop the vote. They literally tried to stop the count. People that probably ain't never been to Detroit. People that probably never visited Detroit. People that probably talk a mad-ish about Detroit. They came then because they saw that the people spoke. And we spoke. And you got the audacity to literally take that same lie and put it in our education system. You mad because the people spoke. Right? And the paradigm shift that is happening is being reinforced by these so called books you're trying to ban. So let's talk about some of these books that, you know, a lot of people are banning. To Kill a Mockingbird. The Hate You Give. Let me continue. So many of these books, you would think they're just books that liberate the oppressed. Liberate the marginalized. Liberate the people that have not been able to voice their opinion. See, but this is the aspect of white fear. When black people, when people of color move an inch, people get scared and literally try to take a whole mile from us. Books that are currently being banned due to this big lie that this mediocre man came up with. I know why they caged the bird. 
by Maya Angelou. The Color Purple. This is the Massachusetts book banning recommendation. Stamp, racism and anti-racism you. See, they don't want you to be woke because they don't want you to realize that the scam is actually them who's scamming us, right? Excuse me. They don't want you to be woke because they don't want you to realize that they are the scammers. You understand me? Right? If you ask them what critical race theory is, if you ask them what Angela Davis or, excuse me, Huey P. Newton was, if you actually ask these people who are trying to ban these books what they actually is, they can't define it. They can't define it because it's not rooted in facts. They can't define it because it's based off of fakeness and a lie. They can't define it because they cannot stop what's about to happen. Victor Hugo said that no man can stop whose time has come to an end. And the time has come to an end where we have to get out of this Eurocentric mindset. Where everything is Eurocentric. Everything is based in that. Y'all mad because y'all not the only one we talking about now. Y'all mad because y'all not the only one that we reading about now. Y'all mad because y'all not the only trauma that we're talking about now. You mad? You remember being in school, just learning about just them? Just that? Just, just, just learning about one side? That is not diversity. That is not learning. That is not how we grow from just learning one perspective. But they're trying to push us back because some people got their feelings hurt because the reality, the truth of what is the reality and the truth you can't handle. And what I'm trying to say to you is that if your son or you can't handle it for a couple years, how am I and my people supposed to handle it since we were born? Right. We've been handling this since, since the day we were born. Right. We've been dealing with this plight of being black, this plight of being marginalized, this plight for years. And you feel it for a couple months and therefore you want to take everything away that's going to give us liberation? That's not fair. You got to sit in that hurt too. You got to sit in what we've been sitting in for the last couple years. Right? 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 They have no basis. They have nothing. Let's continue. The Song of Solomon, Being Banned. Beloved by Toni Morrison. The New Kid from Jerry Craft. Class Act. Hood Feminism, Banned, The 1916 Project, right? From Nicole Hannah-Jones, which literally says that slavery did not start when they said it started. It started during a specific time. And that the slaves, that the American dream, that we said that we want for anybody that's in America, it belongs to those ex-slaves too, Right? That's what the 1619 Project says. That the slaves that we took from Africa, that we stripped their identities, we stripped their humanity, they are just as an American, their hard work is just as in that constitution as anybody else who wasn't enslaved. And that if we're going to abide by this, comp- this constitution, we have to face these realities that we were not treated as humans. We were sold. Our humanity was stripped from us. And given to somebody else. And we had to come back and survive. And literally since, since, that, since that day, we've been scrapping trying to keep this system alive. But you have the audacity to take my liberation, to take my color, to take the people's hard work and truths. And ban it because you can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. 
So you trying to tell me that your reality and my reality are not the same, that your truth and my truth are not the same, and that your truth is better than my truth? That's what you're trying to say? So therefore, we must ban my truth so your truth can be elevated? How is that fair? But it's all rooted in fear. It's all rooted in being replaced. See, when January 6th happened, no black people were surprised that that happened. I mean, we knew something like that was going to happen when old boy got elected. Jewish worshipers at a synagogue in Pittsburgh. These mass shooting victims, like those killed at a grocery store in a predominantly black neighborhood in Buffalo, New York this weekend, See, were all targeted by gunmen. We read these books because we have to deal with the reality of being marginalized. And that these books give us liberation when we read them because it's rooted in truth. But you want to take that because you don't want us to be human. You don't want us to be safe. A great replacement. A conspiracy theory that white Americans are slowly being replaced by non-whites through immigration, interracial marriage, and eventually a race war. Experts say the rhetoric once confined to the dark web has penetrated right-wing media and some members of the GOP. There's almost always a direct line from some dark conspiracy theory on 4chan to something that's being said in the mainstream media every day. Fox News' Tucker Carlson has promoted replacement theory frequently on his show, positing that Democrats want to influence elections. And so, I'm, this is not a political podcast. This is not a Democrat talking about Republicans. This is not a Republican talking about Democrats. This is a real person talking about keeping the truth alive. I remember when I first listened to, read Huey P. Newton's Revolutionary Suicide. The book changed my life. It gave me a new perspective. It gave me power. It spoke to me. Because of that book, <laughs> I can honestly tell you that was one of the first books that I actually read to this entirety. When I was in the Virginia schools, right, you know, because Virginia is the governor, he's the one who is trying to be the forefront of this MAGA movement, because that's essentially what it is, right? The attack on education. Because a mediocre white man lost an election and therefore he's literally trying to just, you know, erase anything that's truth, right? Because nothing like him can exist if truth is present. So, 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 banning these books, you're taking away power. I remember when I first read Revolutionary Suicide and understanding the difference of what revolutionary suicide is versus reactionary suicide and reading about how Hugh P. Newton went to community college and he only, you know, like he, he started a Black Panther Party as a college student with Bobby Seale, right? And them reading the Mile book and them starting a Black Panther Party and them escorting Malcolm X's wife to the airport, right? Them taking books out and, and reading them to the police to ensure that the police brutality was not being implemented in the communities that they were in. That book gave me power. It gave me a new perspective. And no, it did not make me hate white people. And no, it did not make me want to destroy the America that we live in right now. But what it did give me, it gave me consciousness. It gave me liberation. It gave me a sign of thought. It gave me the more fuel to keep it moving in this crazy world. See, we have to understand that as people of color, we have to have fuel to move in this crazy world because so much is telling us not to do that. So many things is telling us not to do that. And the only thing we got is education and you trying to take that.
You're trying to attack that. You're trying to get the educators out of the field so much to the point where you could probably replace it with a computer, replace it with a robot, and just put that little stale-ass, half-ass curriculum in there that's rooted in lies or rooted in just, you know, the standards. And who is ever going to grow from that besides the minimum? Who is ever going to evolve from that instead of the besides the tenth? Who's ever going to grow from that instead of the people you want to grow from that? And not everybody. See, we have to understand that that classism, elitism, all those are social constructs. Racism, all those are social constructs. We got people in the power that's literally trying to keep it alive. But we can't do that, y'all. So what can we do? As a parent, you should always have, a, have agency over your child's education. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have agency over your child's education. But who are you to say that your agency is better than that other parent's agency? You understand me? Who are you to say that your agency is above the state? Who are you to say that your religion is above the state? That's why we have state versus state, state separated from religion in schools because of these same issues. But right now it's being amalgamated where they're taking these people's beliefs, radical beliefs, dogmatic beliefs sometimes. And they're putting it into an education system that is barely alive. And we're expecting educators to implement this when it has no basis, no reality, and it does not help kids learn. So what can you do? Fight, right? Understand what your scholar is learning. Have that great conversation with your teacher and understand what the curriculum is. And if you don't like the curriculum, right, you can, you know, you can, you can offer your opinion, but you have to respect that teacher and what that teacher has brought because they're doing that for a reason because it's probably required. Equity isn't just making sure that everyone has it. Equity is making sure we get everybody what they need and everybody does not have what they need in America. And we have to understand that. Everyone does not fit in one shoe. Everyone does not fit in one hole. And when we try to do those things, we cause violence. We cause harm to kids. We hurt kids. And we're not helping them grow and learn. So parents, actors, teachers, teacher advocates, education advocates, go to the school board, support, implement. All these people are just agents. These critical race, they're agents. They're not real people. Meaning that they're not, it's not rooted in basism. They're just literally organized because somebody who's a part of that party gave them money, gave them initiative, and they got a battery in their back, and they're literally going to every school board with that foolishness. But guess what? It's all rooted in lies. So all you got to do is come up with the same numbers and be honest. Tell the truth. Talk about what these books did for your life. Talk about how these books changed your life. Talk about how these books evolved you. Because all these books are doing is evolving the mind and making you think critically so you don't get played. And they're trying to make sure that our kids get played for the next 100 years because this world is changing. They don't want this world to change. But guess what? You can't stop it. You can't stop it. Can't stop. Won't stop. Rockefeller records. Uh-uh. We get down. Uh-uh. We get down. 
Calvin on the podcast, y'all coming through many episodes. Thank y'all so much. Please subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the YouTube. I really appreciate you all messing with the brother, man. I love this podcast. I don't know what it's about, but I know it's about me, which means it's about you. I'm trying to reach our hearts. Calvin on the podcast coming through. I got an exclusive Patreon podcast about to come out with Dr. Ron E. Glass. We're talking about a lot of great stuff. Thank you so much, y'all, for supporting the brother, man. Appreciate y'all. Peace out.